up, everybody? Welcome to Wisdom Podcast, episode 56. 56. I'm your host, Ryan. I'm going to wait for Matt to join us in a few minutes. He's just, lately, he's been really quick on the uh, join live. But uh, yeah, hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's had a great week. Matt's already here. Look, he's so fast, so quick. It's like fucking The Flash. Just joins like that. It's crazy. Matthew. What's up, buddy? What's up, my friend? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of in a shit mood today, but oh, here. That's no good. I guess I'll take my penis out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that brightens a day like nothing else, buddy. <laughs> Off to a great start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. People tuning in right now. Matt made a penis joke within one minute of the podcast. People that's a like, world record. People are entering and immediately exiting. <laughs> immediately was like, this show is not for me. <laughs> not safe for work. Not safe for work, not safe for family, not safe for humans. <laughs> How are you? What did you do this week? How was your week? My week was stressful again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pretzel grass says less than a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, my week was stressful. Yeah, I had uh, yesterday I had some dentist shit done, and because I have like super bad anxiety, I have to like actually like yeah. get anesthesia. Like I have to like get put out. Yeah, you were saying that last week. Yeah. Yeah. So I had that Thursday, so that pretty much took me out, took my whole day away Thursday, and then just busy at work and busy trying to like integrate like all of my New Year's resolutions into my daily routine, like trying to find time to go to the gym three three times a week and trying to like make sure I eat right and do my walks every day and it's yeah I'm like finding myself going out at night at like you know 12 30 just to go f- to get shit off my list right so yeah yeah see so, yeah, I'm struggling a little bit so I'm sorry buddy and I'm trying to do this YouTube channel and it's like I literally spend two nights like like making videos and I, I hate all of it i'm just like this is none of this is usable this is all garbage i told you it's really it's really hard watching something back when it's taped and going oh this is like i don't like the way my voice sounds i don't like the way my my face yeah. looks i don't like the way this lit like it's really awkward like at least doing it live it's it's live and you can't change it yes, like it's gone and when it's recorded, you play it back, and as you're editing it or, or toying with things, you go, like, yep. That's and that's what happens. Yeah, it's, I don't know how to explain it, but it's, uh, I, I mean, I hear my voice more than any person on earth should, and I hate it. Every time I hear my voice, I'm like, oh my God, how do people listen to me talk? It's the most obnoxious voice ever, but in my head, it's not it doesn't even- sound like that. Like, to me, it's not even my voice. Like, my voice doesn't really bug me that much. Probably from being in a band for so many years. Like, just constantly hearing myself. Like, I never, you know. But, like, for me, it's more like, I just find it so boring. I'm like, this is so boring. Like, who would ever want to purposely watch this? So. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, 
uh, Sean Salici in the chat says, who here, who here likes Legos? And yeah, I love Legos, but that was me doing the Lego builds is that sure. doing them live. I'm like, who the fuck wants to watch this? This is boring as shit. It does like, make a difference when you have even just one person in the crowd to chat. 100%. With. Like, honestly, because it's like, I've actually found like, you know, my Wednesday nights have actually been relatively like, you know, I'm actually seeing like a good like eight to 12 people in a room at a time, which is like yep. great because I usually get two or three that are like pretty chatty. Right. So it's sure. all it takes is just one or two people totally. to start chatting and it literally can make it go from like a two out of 10 to like a nine out of 10. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's the same with doing the Lego streams is <clears throat> the nights where I had people popping in and actually chatting. I was like, Oh, I could do this for five oh, hours. straight, yeah. No um, problem. But then when it's just me and the camera and me sitting here fiddling with Lego, I'm like, who on earth wants to watch? This is boring as shit. And I have nothing to say after the three hour mark. Yeah. I'm like, you're what can I possibly say that's entertaining or interesting True. to to anybody? Like, um, it's it's difficult to do. It's difficult to be entertaining. It's difficult to be on. And like you know, three four hours. Like I'm getting tired by my own actions and my own repetitive nature. And like to watch that, I'm like, I don't know. Like, what is exciting to somebody that's seeing this for the first time or exciting to watch? I, I don't know what that is. So yeah. I totally get it. It's it's really hard. It's yeah. really hard. Well, I kind of like I I kind of was I worked for like I think three hours one night and then two hours the next night and then I watch I stopped and watched Boba Fett and then I yeah. messaged Alvin my buddy at uh, yep. Astonishing News and Reviews and I was like man I have way more respect <laughs> for what you do now like especially after trying it for the last two nights. And he was kind of like walking me through and he's like, man, you need to let go of the fact that like, it's not going to be good right off the bat. Like yeah. that's just, that's not how it works. Like you, dude, like they just posted a video. I don't know who's who in that, in that cast. So like, I, I apologize, but the one dude was making like the whole fucking Dr. Strange thing. And then there was like, yeah. And then the hand reaching in and they have all these special effects and shit. I'm like, <laughs> man, like you're already better than me, but now this is like, out of the ballpark better than me. Like, why do you gotta show me up like this? Come on. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, um, he, he's they're he's very talented. Good. They're very, very good. They're doing a great job. And they have such yeah. good chemistry. So it's like totally that's what I said. Totally. I'm like, honestly, man, like the best thing about you guys is like your chemistry is so good. Like yeah. you know, everyone gets like their pokes in and like it's just sure. like it's fun to listen to and like in they're a, very a lot of ways, they're, yeah, the way they react to each other is like predictable in like a funny way, right? So it's like you almost get yep. in on the jokes, like with it. Totally. You know, it's it's fun. Yeah, it, it makes me like go fuck. I got a lot of fucking way to go to get to that level. Like, it's I mean, just he not has there, a team but... helping him too, right? It's not that's not one person. That's a group. I think sure. there's like you know four or five of them, but still, like it's a group. Yeah, concentrated yeah, totally. effort to make it what it is, right? And like. You know, I had said to him originally when he started, it was just him, it was just Alvin, the guy, the magic guy. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, no, and, he's great. Yeah, and then like I said to him, I'm like, man, as soon as you brought on Chris and D, like for the podcast, I'm like, that changed everything. And then as soon as he got like someone in there, kind of helping with like the, the like creative direction of like the videos and stuff, I could like notice a difference like immediately. I was like, wow, yeah. that that's great, man. That's good. No, totally. I mean, I would love to get to that point one day, but. I, I don't think that's an option. I mean, 
I'm not yeah, near that you level, never, but you never, you never you know, know. One day you may just, I won't lie, like sitting down and editing videos was actually not the part I dislike. Like that part's easy. Like I actually put together a video that I thought was like pretty good, actually. But then it's like when I'm trying to splice in footage of me talking, that's when I'm like, this is the worst right. shit in the planet. And like no one needs this. <laughs> Nobody needs this. Nobody yeah, needs brother, this. Yeah, brother, I hear you. I hear you. It's, it's <laughs> tough, man. It's, it's, I, it made me appreciate good YouTube that much more. You know, good streamers, totally. that the good live people. It just brought it to a whole no level, new level of appreciation where I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely not near that point, but yeah. I respect it so much more. You know, same here, same here. It makes me want to reconsider like my plans for my channel though, too, right? Because it's like, you know, even doing like live stuff, like I watch a lot of the toy ones, right? Like the toy amigos and toy yeah, around sure. and like, and and. uh like man they're just they're so fluid like they're just yeah. you you can tell they they are well practiced right and it's just like they make it look easy but it's like sure i could never do i could i couldn't do that like i would i would okay. literally need to have my the only way that that could probably work is if i had like you or like strand stranded customs and i do lots of live things so like i feel like we're pretty good chemistry wise together like i don't feel yeah, like yeah. i can just do that with anybody i just i don't yeah. think I, I don't know if i could i don't know if i but i think i think that I mean, that, I think that just goes to show like having a, you know, like 20 years of friendship, we build that, that talkative, we know each yes. other's rhythms, we know each other, the way we communicate to each other. And we complete each other's sandwiches. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying, dude. Like we know each other's rhythms in conversation where we can kind of not cut each other off that much. And we can also kind of know hey, he's setting up a punchline here and I'm going to nail it, you know? Like, <laughs> we have that kind of rhythm where, um, you know, I'm not bragging, but I'm just saying, like, that 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 level of friendship is hard to come by. And, and, and just doing it on your own, you don't have that, like, banter. You don't have that communication with somebody random in the chat that you maybe don't know or, you know, even if you're on your own, like, it's hard to have that kind of communication. So, I mean, anytime you want me to jump in on a chat, if it's uh, if I'm not at work, I'll I'll totally hop on and I'll totally oh yeah, if you want to coach me with you or whatever. I want to have fun I'm, with that one because it'll be fun to talk to someone who knows nothing about toys about no, toys. I, <laughs> I don't know anything about toys, but I mean, it's the thing you could literally say almost any topic on earth, and I don't know anything about it. Like, if you did a car podcast, I'd be like, oh yeah, you need the uh, glitcher in the in the monk because that helps us. That helps the fuel flow and um yeah the key is important because the key goes in the hole and that <laughs> does stuff you know it does all the stuff yeah i mean i don't know i know a car needs wheels <laughs> that's that's about as much about a car that's, i know that's, it all needs wheels and gas. that's all you got yeah so i mean even <laughs> my my really good friend chris like he's a car guy he loves cars he buy he has a nice car he starts talking cars and I look at him like, you might as well be speaking Spanish because yep. I don't know anything you're saying. Like, like I remember at one time when my buddy Glancy moved here from Ontario, he's like, do you want to go to the car show? I don't know anyone that'll go. go. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go with you. Sure. We like go, we see stuff all day and we get out and he says to me, so what was your favorite car? And I was like, I don't know, that like camo colored Honda Civic was pretty cool. And he was just like, <laughs> oh yeah. That's me. Like, I, oh, what kind of car does your buddy Chris have that he talks about all the time? I don't know. I couldn't tell you what his the make of his car is. It's a two door black car. 
That's as just, much as I got for you. It was just funny because we were looking at like, you know, half a million dollar cars sure. and like these are crazy fancy rich cars. And my favorite was a Honda Civic. And he was just like, I could see the disappointment in his face. Totally. I mean, <laughs> but I don't know what makes a fancy car a fancy car. And that's the problem. Like, I assume it's the the people or the, the, the parts within the car. But like, I don't know the difference between that fancy car and a lower end car like i i assume it's a speed but like i don't know what makes that happen like i, I don't know yeah. anything about cars so it's like yeah uh in the chat i mean that's us people with, that don't know about figs yeah i don't know anything about figs matt's brilliant with figures so like yeah me talking to matt or watching one of matt's wednesday streams where he's you know going over things it's it's entertaining to me because I don't know anything about anything. So like him explaining what he's doing and the, the minutia of how he's doing something is interesting to me, but I could never replicate that. Even if he's, he's explaining it, I'm, I don't have that artistic skills so I can do that myself, but at least then I can understand like, Oh, he's trying to achieve X by doing Y and this is how he's doing it. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. But if he was just doing it, I'd be like, Okay, you might as well doing like nuclear fusion. Like I don't know, you know. Yeah, I yeah. It's uh, I mean, the only reason I'm really doing it is because I've had like a handful of people, like that I chat with off my Instagram, sure. um, say to me like, "Oh man, I learned so much from watching." Right, and it's like makes me realize like there's one person in particular who like I really I like love his work. He's relatively new. He's Canadian, which is even was also awesome. even greater. Yeah. And like he does great shit. And I'm just like, I, I love his work. And when he told me sure. that like a lot of the stuff that he learned was from me, I'm just like, man, that's crazy. Like I like I like want something from you and that's fucking wild, dude. Well I think I think that's with everything, right? Like you totally. being a huge Blink-182 fan, right? Like, yep. the reason you probably, or uh, I mean, part of the reason you got into playing bass was because Blink. 100%. And, yeah, and like, you replicating their style, replicating their songs on bass yep. made you the bass player that you were, and it made you that much better. And like, I think that goes with art. I think that goes with a thing. Like, yep, anything is, is you're trying to replicate somebody you admire, but you're also trying to make it your own. Yeah. And... It's hard to do, but if you have that skill set, uh, you know, innately, then you can you can achieve it. I just have no artistic ability whatsoever. So it's like I would love to be able to play guitar. Like there's nothing more in this world that I would love to be able to do. But my fingers don't cooperate with what my brain's thinking. And yeah. I don't have that time. Um, I don't have that skill set to write music or come up with lyrics. Like I'm not that person. So yeah. um it, it sucks. I would love to be able to play guitar, but it's just not happening. Like after you talked about playing Guitar Hero a couple weeks ago, I I, I redownloaded Rock Band. I got my guitar out, and that's as close as I'll ever get to being on stage playing uh, playing music. Like yeah. it's not my music. It's not something I wrote. But for that brief three minute, yeah, you, kind you know, of feel, you feel it, right? Like, I kind of feel like that. Oh yeah, you know, this is in my head as close as I'll ever get, and like that's why I love Rock Band. Is it? Yeah. I love music and it's just a different layer to the music is like, I can listen to the music on my own and I appreciate it, but playing it along with the music just puts a, a second level to that music, you know? Totally. Yeah I, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, 
it's 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 hard because art i do agree art's not just something everybody can do i think that no. i think that there is a, a, a an element of it that is teachable but i still think ultimately creativity needs to kind of be present or else it's just like oh. it's got nowhere to like lead like it's like you have you have the knowledge but you don't really have like the pat the passion i guess is the missing part passion right? or skill set or whatever it is yeah totally so. my friend steve like He's, he just got like, I, I mean, maybe he's been an artist his entire life, but he just started posting pieces that he's been doing on his Instagram. And I'm like, this dude is like fucking super talented at art. And he's a musician and like all this extra stuff. And I'm like, I would take 5% of your skill level and <laughs> appreciate that. Like, I just don't have that ability. And I, I, I'll never have that ability. I just don't have it, but you know, and yeah. it sucks. I wish I did. I wish I could learn that, but it's just something that's innately within you. And you know, my thing is video games and like, I can play a video game, no problem. But yep. some people look at that, you know, pick up a controller and they just don't have that ability. Not that it's like a skill set necessarily. It's something you can learn and, and, and throw time to get better at. But like, I hand the controller over to my mom. She's not going to be able to play, you know, a yeah. game like if it's not there. And so that's like where my head is, is like, I can learn something, but I can't have the inspiration to design something like a piece of art or a piece of music. I just don't have that. You know? Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, yeah. Speaking of music, I got these in today. I don't know if you can see that well or not, but very nice. My Travis Barker heads. Yeah, that's very dope. Mm -hmm. Turned out really good. good job, buddy. He did a good job. Cranium kicker. Yeah, really good. He really, really good. Five of them. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> no, four of them. I don't know how to count tonight. That's fine. No, that's cool, man. I can't wait to see the finished product. That's It's probably going to be a while. I got a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah. But that, like this year, the plan is this year, probably at the end of the year, though. So Hey, that's all right, man. Everything yeah. takes time. But now I have everything I need. I have the only thing I'm waiting on is uh, Strand's gonna 3D print me some a drum set and some mic stands. Cause I'm gonna build a little blink diorama that I can put up on the top shelf here. That'd be really cool, man. That'd be yeah. really cool. With a flaming fuck sign with an LED light on it. <laughs> I definitely. I mean, this is way off topic of anything we're gonna talk about tonight. But I really, really think we are on the verge of like a pop punk revitalization yeah. right I now. Agree. Like. Seeing that uh, when we were young, uh, show in Vancouver or in uh, Las Vegas, yep. like pop off the way it has, I'm like, we are very, very close to this becoming like mainstream music again, and I cannot wait for that. That'd be great, man. I'd be so happy with that. I so wish welcome. that tour was going more cities than just you Vegas. Do. Like, I really wish it was like a 20 tour, you know, 20 city tour or something. Like that lineup is just amazing, and it's awesome. There's so many I mean, bands. It's missing a very like bunch of really key names, but like but overall, still, I'm like, look at what it has, though. Oh, I know. I'm like overall, this is like one of the best set lists or of uh, bands or whatever. I, like, uh, I, I, yeah, I I don't know how you beat that. I agree. I was like, ooh, starting lines on there. That looks good. I see that. Just Paramore alone. Like I would go just Paramore. for Paramore and. Um. Yeah, the rest of the lineup is amazing. Like I'm fuck. I wish I could go to Vegas just for that. I know. Kate's talking about wanting to go with her friend. I was like, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl, what about me? Uh, yeah, no, I, I would totally go. Like, if it wasn't in Vegas, I would totally go. But it's just too far and too expensive and COVID and all that bullshit that yeah, I'm just that's like, my I can't. issue is like, the, right now, is just like the uncertainty of, 
it'd be different if it was Canadian and I know I could like get my money totally. back and shit, right? But it's totally. just, yeah, I, if it was in Toronto or something like that, I'd be there. I'd be yeah. there for sure. Yeah. I uh even Fan Expo, my buddy Chris wants to go to Fan Expo this year and <clears throat> it's in Toronto for people that don't know, it's like basically Comic-Con for Canada. And um I really want to go, but like the last two years ago it got canceled completely. Last year it got delayed till October. And I'm just like, I can't spend $150 on a ticket that like hung up. Yeah. Hung up or delayed or whatever. Like it's just it's just stupid. Like I want to wait till closer to the day where we can go, hey, it's it's gonna happen. Everything's good. Like it's July, everything's good to go. Let's go. But yeah, because even when you look at how good things are in the states, they still cancel Toy Fair in February. The thing I mean, is, it's it's not good, though, right? I mean, it's the like, way that everything's just opening up, anyways, is like more or less mean. Not that they're doing sure, that. but I'm, I'm even with the states though. Is like football games, hockey games, full yeah. capacity, no issue. And I'm like, if you're in an arena with thirty thousand people, then what's the difference of being in an arena or being at like Comic Con and and you know wherever? Like, yeah, it. At this point, they don't care at all about anything, and it's like that's fair, that's fine. But um, I, 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 in a way, I wish Canada was more like that. Like, hey, if you're vaccinated, you can go do whatever you want. Yeah. If you're not vaccinated, that's your own stupid decision. You can go fuck off. But um, hey, sorry, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mincing words anymore. Like, I, I'm so tired of all this bullshit that I'm just like. You know, you yeah. know that where I stand I, on it. So I, I'm sorry, I you're stupid, and you don't want to be vaccinated. And you just don't believe in science and normal shit. Mm. But meanwhile, you're gonna go smoke and fucking eat fast food and fucking anything <laughs> else. You don't care about what's put in your body in that regards. But hey, yeah, worry about a fucking life saving vaccine. You're a fucking idiot. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I want to go to Fan Expo though, and like. I really was like, man, it'd be so fun to do like, I mean, obviously we're nowhere near this level, but like if we could ever do the podcast live in front of like a live audience or something like one day, I think that'd be so much fun. That would be cool. I mean, we're not at that level yet, but... I look at like the live episodes of Conan and now the guys from Smartless are doing the tour now too. It's just like, that's gonna be fun, man. Totally. Like... Even this year, like if I got to go, I would love to just have like a business card with a fucking giant moose on it and just hand that out to people and be like, "Hey, get into the podcast." Maybe totally. people will. Just, they might hate it, but even, even if you get a couple people, yeah, even if I get ten people, I'm like, sweet, that's great. Like, yeah. I don't know. If it's I ever thought, do another but, con ever, I'll, I'll I'll definitely be bringing business cards for sure. Hell yeah, man! It's worth it. It's worth it. I agree. Um, just for the publicity alone, like, like I said, even you just pick up a couple people. That's all it takes sometimes. Totally. We're going to slowly take down Joe Rogan, that piece of shit. <laughs> That's us. We're, we're creeping up there. We're creeping up there. I'm only about a couple million away, but hey, fuck Joe slow, Rogan. It's a slow burn, but we're going to get there. Totally. Totally. <laughs> um, what did you watch this week? Did you watch anything good? I've been watching this show called Broadchurch. That's our new British. Um, I watched the first season. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. We're we're episode six, I think. So Kate's seen it. Kate's seen it. So yeah, she likes it. I like. I mean, I, I like it. it. I don't like it as much as I, uh, the last one we watched. We watched that Happy Valley or whatever it was called. Yep. yep. I like that one better. But this one's still pretty okay. Like it's good. It's keeping me interested. So. It's uh fucking Purple Man, right? From it's Jessica Jones. Man. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I just want to go, Jessica. Jessica. 
<laughs> yeah. No, I uh, I really enjoyed the first season, but I didn't watch anything after that. So uh, I'm pro- I, I don't know if there's more multiple seasons there, or what. There's but, a second season, so we're gonna watch okay. the second season too, and then we'll we'll move to something else. So, um, nice. and then like honestly, I didn't really watch a lot because like I just didn't. I just didn't really have time this week, so I pretty no, much no. watched that. And what did I watch? I started watching Suicide Squad again. Uh, I got about halfway through and then stopped. And then I've mostly just been working on stupid YouTube videos. So <laughs> it takes up a lot of time, man. Yeah, yeah. So what about you? What have you been watching? So I finished um, Ozark. Oh, nice. How was it? Uh, for part four one, uh, phenomenal. I loved it. Um, really, really good. I, ca- I can't really speak about it because it will spoil things for people. Yes. And if you like Breaking Bad, I highly, highly recommend you watch Ozark because it has a similar vibe and a similar tone. Um, Jason Bateman's amazing in it. Jason um, Bateman is the fucking king. I love Jason Bateman. Yeah, I um I can't recommend it enough. It's such a well done show. It's very, very great. Nice. Uh, obviously, I also watched Peacemaker episode. What are we at? Five, six. I can't even think right now. Um, it's so it's so fucking good, dude. Nice. The last episode was one of the funniest episodes of any show I've watched in like the last decade. I kind of like heard the guys talking about it on the podcast the other night. So when the A and R guys were talking, I was fucking cracking up at the last episode. It was so well done, so fucking funny. Nice. Episode five. Uh, Monkey Dory was what it was called. It's fucking great. And um, apparently James Gunn wants to do another spinoff from that that movie. And I just... James Gunn, just keep fucking doing stuff because you are just so goddamn good at what you do. And um, shout out to fucking that whole acting crew. Like fucking everybody in that cast is just knocking it out of the park. That show is so fucking funny. Nice. You'll love that show. I when will, you get to it, you'll love it. Get around to it. I will eventually get around to it. It's really fucking good, dude. There's only three more episodes left, and I'm like, nice. fuck, it's ending soon, and I'm, I'm, I, that sucks. <laughs> and I'm bummed. Yeah. Um. I also want to shout out the show called Yellow Jackets, which is streaming on Crave in Canada. I don't know what it's on in any other country, but um, it's a showcase show. It is fucking awesome. What is it? So, I know you're not a Lost fan, but what I would say is it's very, very similar to Lost in a lot of ways. Um, the basic premise is a high school woman's soccer team uh, goes to like a state championship, basically, and as they're going, the plane crashes, and they land on like this, like it's not an island, but like in this mountainous region of whatever. And they basically are there to survive, but they also, it's like Lost where it it has multiple timelines. So you're seeing the teenage version of these characters in 1996 stuck in this place. And then you're seeing some of the characters in 2021 that are adult versions of those characters that have survived whatever happened on the, on the island, but it's not an island. And what they're doing in their current lives and it flips back and forth between the two timelines. But um, anybody that's a fan of loss, I cannot fucking recommend this show enough because it is so similar to loss, but it has so many cool, unique ideas as well. And it's so well acted and so well written. It's one of my favorite shows probably in the last like 10 years, honestly, like 
It's right up there. I, I watched the whole 10 episodes in a span of like three days. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> nice, man. That's sweet. Yeah. So um, season two is already ordered, and uh, apparently they want to do five seasons. But, I mean, hopefully it gets there. But season two is yeah. picked up, so that'll probably be the end of next year. Cool. Um, yeah, highly recommended. Um, other than that, uh, I rewatched some more Amazing Race, old seasons, and then the new new episode. Um, I started watching the DMX documentary that HBO did. I only got about 45 minutes into it, but I've always been a DMX fan, which is totally weird. against me. Yeah, so it's weird. weird. It's, it's super weird. It's totally against all my musical style, but like, I don't know, a guy I was friends with in grade school loved DMX and he got me into them. And for some reason it just stuck and I like DMX. I, I, don't know. I have heard you barking though in the background. Yeah, so all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I don't know. I've always dug DMS, and it's it's super sad that he died. But um, the documentary is pretty interesting. What's that? <laughs> Strand says Rough Riders. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know why. I was always, I just always liked DMX. I think he's a really catchy music, and I don't know. I was, and I'm not a rap guy, but that that hooked me for some reason. So fair enough. I do like um, some rap, but I'm not a DMX fan. So. Hola, Diago Karima in the chat. There, how you wow, doing, buddy? You read that really well. I'm impressed. Yeah, man, I, I sometimes have a half a brain cell. Uh, nah, I didn't get into Legends of Tomorrow. I um, wasn't a big fan. I thought it was pretty badly acted. Uh, I watched the first season. I wasn't into it. That's fair. Uh, we should, we should get into... Oh, what? Can't believe Joe Mama was in the new Bubba Fett episode. Who's Joe Mama? I don't know. Joe Mama? My Mama? Joe Mama? Yeah. Um... You want to get into Boba Fett? We can get into Boba Fett. What were your thoughts? Because I have a lot to say. <laughs> okay, so this is what I'm going to say. Right off the bat, I actually think that this is the best episode of the whole series. And I think that says a lot, considering the fact that the character that it's about wasn't even in it. And I also will say that it is beyond frustrating to be going into the last two episodes in the exact same place we were last week, which was already not much farther than episode one. <laughs> really. I hated it. I, I absolutely really? hated it. Oh, see, I love the episode. I thought it was great. But I was just like, this is why Mandalore Mando is great and Boba Fett is boring as fuck. <laughs> I I mean my what friend Chris was in the same spot as you where he absolutely loved it. Um yeah, that was great. I fucking detested it. I, I don't think there's been a worst episode I of mean, between the Mandalorian and, and this. I think this is the worst episode of the entire three seasons. Wow, really? Um, I thought it was pathetically, pathetically badly written. I thought it was paced terribly. Um, I don't understand how this show is the book of Boba Fett. It makes literally no sense. Um... I don't know how we're on episode five. We have zero plot point for the entire series. I, I don't I don't understand what they're doing. I don't understand why this was a series. It should have been an hour movie or a two hour movie that Disney Plus put out. Um is exactly I totally agree, easy to read names. It should have been Mando season three, episode one. <laughs> and um I I think I honestly think it's pathetic. I think it's terribly, terribly misguided about what this show is i can't disagree with you there because 
Okay, so like, you know, we've been picking it apart a little bit week after week. We kind of started on a high note. We've kind of moved through it and been like, okay, let's get to the fucking point. Because I I mean, and again, like as I'm watching tonight, I'm just like, man, again, it's like um, they know how to do fan service so well, but it's gotten to the point where now it's just like an episode where it's... Yeah, where like the fan service is basically like the story, and it's, and it, I mean, it's not a story, it's, but it's just like the things that I, all the things I love about the episodes are the fa- is all fan service. Like, I have a bunch of notes written down that's all just like shit that I was like, remember that? Remember that? <laughs> it, the whole series so far to this episode has just been remember this, remember that, remember this. How many things can we call out from the original trilogy? that you're going to appreciate because of fucking nostalgia. There's zero character development. There's zero plot. Exactly what Easy to Read Names is saying is the whole series so far, and I love the first episode, and I was like, oh, I could totally get into this because I thought the first episode was going to be the end of how did we get here, what are we doing, and I thought the plot was going to move forward from there. And then the second episode, I was like, okay, we've gotten to this point, we gotta get fucking start moving with this plot. There is zero plot to the show. I don't know what the show is about. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have not set up anything to what Boba Fett wants to do, wants to achieve. Anything. Like, there is nothing about this show that is about Boba Fett. The entire series has been Boba Fett being a fucking wuss and getting his ass beat in every fucking episode. I'm loving this the comment. I'm loving the chat right even now. fucking have Boba Fett in it. It's the book of Boba Fett. Where the fuck is Boba Fett? <laughs> Not Santa only that, says. but we get a 20-minute cutscene of him building a goddamn ship. Okay, so that what part is going on? I didn't really hate that part because because I know that Mandalorians have this connection with their weapons and with their ships. So like to me, like I didn't mind that part and like, okay, it could have been maybe pulled back a little bit, but it didn't really bother me that much. Dude, it's literally half the episode. (laughs) It's not that long. It's pretty long. He's literally chilling with a character from the Mandalorian that nobody gives a shit about. There's literally two different scenes where the Ewok or uh, fucking not Ewoks, uh, Jawas, Jawas, the Jawas come in and try to sell him parts, and she has some fucking banter with the fucking Jawas. This that that entire scene could have been done in like thirty five seconds. It was like this is adding nothing to the series. <laughs> He's sitting there fucking with a blowtorch, adding fucking parts onto a ship that nobody gives a fuck about because it has no meaning. Yeah, I like that. Oh, now I'm going to take it for a fucking cruise and I want to go through fucking whatever that stupid canyon's called from fucking the original trilogy. Beggar's Canyon. Great. More member berries. We've got to call out Beggar's Canyon and we've got to have fucking Womp Rats running around because you shot Womp Rats at Beggar's Canyon and we've got to bring that back. It's like, what is this show? What is this series? It's the book of Boba Fett. Why is Boba Fett not in the fucking episode? I, I, I'm sorry. Like it infuriated me. <laughs> I figured you would dislike this episode, so I came in knowing that because I was like, I get it. Like it's just it's. I know your biggest frustration with this has been that there's just no progress being made, and 
yeah, like I see that that's what's happening here, right? So Brandon says it in the fucking episode in the chat. Now this is pod racing, and a thousand percent, I expected. I was like, okay, if you're gonna go so fucking hard into fucking nostalgia, give me pod racing. Give me fucking something Watto, something from you? any of the original trilogy where I'm like, cool. But no, no, no. It's just Beggar's Canyon. Here's a Womp Rat. Here's fucking, um, you know, uh, the musicians playing in the fucking bar. Here's a Rancor. Here's fucking Sand People. Here's Jawas. Like, the whole series has no fucking plot. It's funny because next week, you know what the is gonna be this the story is gonna be about? It's gonna be about the <laughs> it's gonna be about the cyberpunk gang pod racing on their Vespas and Beggars Canyon. That's next week. But my problem is is I don't even think that's gonna be next week. I think the next episode is gonna be them going to get Grogu. And that's fine because I love Grogu. I think Grogu is fucking dope. But again, it's six episodes into the series. And we don't have a plot. We don't have a story. We don't have anything except for fucking three hours of flashbacks and the fact that he's trying to take over a fucking useless empire on a sand planet with no no plot, no outcome. What is he trying to achieve? I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I really wanted something out of this episode, and I felt like this episode could have been truncated into the first five minutes. Okay, well, cool. We get a Mandalorian scene where he's in this fucking meat locker or whatever the fuck it is. He fucks that. up this fucking uh, gang or whatever, and then he gets a call on his fucking ship, and it goes, yo, uh, it's Fennec Shan. We need your help on, on Tatooine. Can you fly over here? He fucking bombs in, and we set up a plot of, like, Boba Fett needing, like, hey, we need your help. We're trying to do this, that, and the other thing on this planet. We need, we need muscle. We need your skill set. That's think, the episode. I think that um, I feel like that this was always the plan for this to kind of break up the series because I think originally, remember originally they were saying it was only six episodes and then all of a sudden it turned to seven episodes. I feel like that was to put this in the middle. But like to me, the part that's weird is when we leave it at the end, and I'm sorry to jump right to the end, but it just works for oh, my point that I'm trying to make here. But it's like at the end is when we, the only part that really blends into what's actually happening in the Book of Boba Fett right now. And he says, what does he say? He says, like, uh, uh, I'll, I'll help him, but I have something else I got to do first or whatever, alluding to, like, going and seeing Grogu or whatever, right? So it's like, now, now what happens? Do we do we get to the next episode and we're following that story? Or That's what gonna, I felt, totally. You know, like, I just, I don't, and the thing is, is if, like, or then they just cut back, and he comes back, and he's like, okay, I saw Grogu, we'll deal with that later. <laughs> I really felt, and it, somebody said it in the chat earlier, um, is this should have been the first episode of Mandalorian, Mandalorian Season 3, and to me, you could have kept all the Darksaber shit, all the fucking ship stuff, all that stuff into Mandalorian Season 3, you could have had him on hit on that ship, at the beginning of the episode and him flying around and doing something you could even have had the fucking him taking out the gang in the meat meat whatever place and you could have said hey we need your help he bombs into Tatooine and that's where the plot picks up and then Mandalorian season 3 the first episode is like hey this is how we got here quick flashback scene of like him grabbing the ship 
him fucking practicing with the dark saber and then boom away we go we have a new plot but the fact that they took 50 minutes to get there and i literally think 35 minutes of this episode was just complete filler um i don't i don't i don't get it like even the dark saber shit i'm like yeah the dark saber looks awesome and i think it's a really cool piece of tech but like that fight scene was trash he could barely use the fucking thing he's basically holding it like uh, a 90 pound man holding like a fucking mace or something like he can yeah, barely that's the point, thing. That's, that'll be the story that'll be the story right totally agree totally interested in where that story goes yeah, but the show is called book of Bubba Fett I agree and we have zero Bubba Fett Bubba Fett hasn't done one interesting thing in six episodes or five episodes that and I disagree with I don't, I don't know why this series exists. Why wasn't this just Mandalorian season three and you showed, like, make it 12 episodes and have interstitials with some Boba Fett stuff and some Mandalorian stuff. And then they tie together by the end of the season. Instead, we have zero plot five episodes in. I don't, I, as much as I appreciate the nostalgia, I love seeing the Sarlacc pit. I love seeing the Rancor. I love seeing uh, the huts coming back into play. I think that's cool world building stuff. But this could have been done in two episodes, and we're now on episode five, and it's still nothing. I agree with what Strand did Customs and Hostel CC both just said. Strand said Boba Fett has literally done, has never done a cool thing on screen. He just looks cool. And Hostel CC says his cameo in Mando is more impressive fight wise. Yep, I agree with both of those things. Totally agree. Totally. One of the things I really liked about this episode is something that I never actually uh, really thought about before was like, I don't think we've ever seen somebody like get hit with a lightsaber and then like seeing how that affects them. Like, I, I thought totally. that was super interesting. So it's like his dark saber hits his own leg and like literally like takes him out. Like he's like yeah, falling down stairs and you can every step he takes, he's grunting and and like you can tell he's super uncomfortable and it's just like i don't think we've ever seen that before i thought that no, was really we had cool. it i think um, he seared off like the fucking thigh on his leg like i think that's awesome i really wish they would do more of that it's like every lightsaber hit doesn't have to be a fucking decapitation or like going through the stomach or like any of that shit like well it's the way thing cool. is is when you use it for combat it does because that's the nature of the, the product but i mean like in this this is the equivalent of like taking a baking sheet out of the oven with your bare hands instead of totally. your oven gloves like it's, it's grandma's boy. yeah totally yeah yeah fucking <laughs> she doesn't have a microwave she's 100 years old and then she <laughs> he grabs a fucking baking sheet out of the oven with his hands it's totally that it's, I, I, um, I appreciate that too. And I'm like I think the Darksaber sounds and looks awesome. Cool. I want yeah, more I of that. I think and it's the thing is, is like again, like I don't even have the whole history because I didn't get totally into Clone Wars, but like I got into it with Rebels and like you know the the story with the, the Darksaber really you it adds a lot when you like actually know the history on it a bit. Like they kind of lightly touch on it here, but like to actually see it play out in Rebels and in Clone Wars, like I feel like that if you had if you knew that it would hit you harder. I think so. Oh, and then, like I, in regards to the shipbuilding montage that you hate so much, even in that, I found a few things that I thought were really cool. Like a the fact that that ship is the sh it's not, I'm not saying it's the ship, but it's like the same ship that Anakin flew up to in Episode One. I thought that was super cool. And then the other thing I thought was really cool was 
I don't know this for sure, but like it looked a lot like it. When Nando asked the Jawas to go out and get, I actually stopped it and wrote down the name because I didn't know the name, a cryogenic density combustion booster. It's that big long pole thing that they bring on at the end. Yeah. I think that's the same pole that they use in A New Hope to stop the compactor from thing. It's got like the two things in the middle and it's got like totally. the thing on the end with the stripes on it. And I was just like, Hmm, that's kind of cool. Like now we know what that is, now that we know what it does, but I mean, look, they're just making up words for fucking space age technology, which is fine. I totally get that. Like, this is not technology that exists. So yeah, you need you need to say, like, hey, the pork tog is joining with the pock talk, and we got this, you know, thing. I totally get that. Like it, you could have said anything in those scenes and made it make sense, but but they they did do that too, though. So <laughs> totally. But I love the idea of like him building a ship. Like that's cool because it's it's a sci-fi show and it makes this look realistic. Of like we need these space age parts to make this thing go fast. I I appreciate that. It didn't need to be twenty minutes long, and. It didn't need to be with characters that had nothing to do with Boba Fett. And Fennec Shan is the most important character in the book of Boba Fett, which is a huge problem. Um, the show has zero plot, and I don't know what they're trying to achieve with this show. This is my point of saying this whole rant that I've gone on for fucking 30 minutes now, is that... I think at the end of the series, there is no other solution than killing Boba Fett. Not going to happen. I don't... I'm not sure, man. I honestly think this very well could set up Boba Fett sacrifices himself at the end of the series. He's an older older man. He's not his young fucking you know, Mandalorian self or whatever. And he fucking... He wants to save Grogu or he wants to save Mando or he wants to save Fennec. And he goes, you know what? Like, my fighting days are over. I don't want to kill people anymore. I'm sacrificing myself so that you guys can go on. It would not surprise me at all if the book of Boba Fett has a conclusive ending of chapter seven. This is the end of Boba Fett. And I almost think, and this is my theory, and fucking correct me if I'm wrong, is the reason it's called Book of Boba Fett is because it's the ending of Boba Fett. The book had a starting and an end, and this is the end. And I think it's a terrible name for a show, and this is my why I think it's it's ending with Boba Fett dying at the end of the series. It's, this is going to carry on and push Mando forward for season three of Mando. Totally. I, don't doubt, I don't deny that. I don't think that the actor that's playing Boba Fett is going to be able to keep doing the show forever. The thing is, though, is he's already agreed to play anyone else. Because the thing is, is he can literally play any clone. So, you know, Rex is super popular. So are the Bad Batch guys, right? So, like, if we ever see any of those guys in real in live, like, in live action, yeah, he's, he's already said, like, that's the thing, is, like, even if he's done with Boba Fett, he's not done with the others, because he's already said that he'd be willing to play anybody else. So. Sure. I, look, I... I like Star Wars. I enjoy Star Wars things. I I will always appreciate them doing something different with Star Wars and not showing Jedi and not showing Skywalkers and showing different variations on this universe and, you know, the crime syndicates and bounty hunters and all this stuff. 
I appreciate that aspect. But when you have a show that's specifically named Boba Fett, you should probably include Boba Fett doing some Boba Fett shit. And that has not happened in five episodes. And it's disappointing to me. I, I really feel like the show has no purpose existing. And yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hated the episode. I think it's a terrible waste of time. I watched it twice because of this podcast, and that's two hours of my life I'm not getting back. <laughs> yeah, I don't agree with that as much, but I do agree on a lot of points. I do think that this has no point. I do feel like we've spent six hours getting 15 minutes of plot. Don't get me wrong. I can appreciate that I know a little bit more about Boba's backstory and how he is. Sure. Like, I, I kind of see what they're doing. I just think that, like, th- on this, like, road to redemption that they're trying to put him on, like, it's like they're spending way too much time on why he needs to be redeemed and why he's ultimately going to be redeemed. And it just, like, I, it makes it hard to enjoy because it's just like, okay, we're going to spend 30 minutes on how we got here. And we're going to spend five minutes on what's next, even though it's literally just like, let's go see the mayor. I totally agree with you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I, I think, you know, stranded in the chat says no way they'll kill him. And my friend Chris said the same thing. There's no way they brought back. A, but your, your theory is cool, though, and it does work with the title, too, so. And I, I, I just do, mean, and I do agree that I don't really know what else you can do with him. Well, my friend Chris specifically said, like, you don't bring back a character that everybody thought was dead for thirty years to kill him off in one series. But I also think, where else do you go with this character? Yeah. If he's not going to be a bounty hunter anymore, what do you do with this character? I don't know what you try to achieve with this character. The thing is, is when you try to make him good, it takes away all the cool things that people like about him, right? Like, it's like, (laughs) you know, like a lot of people like that he's mysterious and we don't know. So it's like, now that we know, does it water him down? Does it soften him out and make him like... But why does he need redemption? Why does he need to be good? Like, to me, I don't understand. Like, he's a bounty hunter. Not necessarily did he do awful shit. He was paid to do bounties and i don't necessarily know that that's evil like maybe he only killed evil people or 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 attacked evil people that's comic books that's that's every hero we know is like they kill evil people or they try to redeem evil people like i i don't know that boba fett is necessarily an evil character and we've never really seen him do anything evil or sadistic it's not like he's out like hey i'm gonna fucking murder babies like He's a bounty hunter. Like, I, I don't know what you're trying to achieve with the character and redeeming him from what? Redeeming him from shit we've never seen? Great. Let's have another flashback episode of where I he killed. The, I think the people. idea, though, is the whole story is like kind of leaning towards growth, right? Like, now he talks about not wanting to rule with fear, but he wants to rule with respect. And it's like, you know, I feel like, and, and don't get me wrong, like, I do think that, like, Mando being involved here makes sense because I feel like what's happening with Mando can easily be mirrored to what may eventually, or sorry, what's happening with Boba could eventually be the way we see Din Djarin go too, right? Like the way we see Mando go is like, right now he's a bounty for hire. He'll do whatever he has to do to kind of get the job done. You know, we've already seen him take off his mask, take off his helmet, which is kind of fucked him in the end, but like, you know, you do what you gotta do in the situation. And it's like, um, 
you know, it makes me wonder that maybe when he gets together with Boba, maybe he kind of pushes him to kind of be like the better person kind of thing and like not be, especially because like it seems like Grogu's already kind of changed him from a certain aspect right now. It makes me wonder if like Boba kind of continues that, right? So it's like, I do see why they pair them together and it does make sense to me. So like none of that part feels forced. Like the biggest issue I have is actually not with the last, like my biggest issue is just what we can, we've just been saying for the last 30 minutes is like, we're five episodes in or five episodes in. We literally are 15 minutes forward from where we were in the post credits teaser in Mando two. Like we spent six hours doing this and we've, we are literally no farther than a post credit scene. Really? Like I know we've gotten a little bit, but like nothing really like nothing, nothing to look forward to really in my opinion. No, I, I mean, a chat's blowing up and, and there's a lot of comments going on, but like, I totally agree with what people are saying. It's like, yes, he did disintegrate people. He did probably do some awful shit, but also we don't necessarily know the people that he disintegrated were like good people. Like we assume that they were criminals that he fucking, you know, took the bounty on and disintegrated. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like Star Wars has a lot of like scummy fucking people within the universe. And I don't know if that character needs redemption. And again, the, the, the whole time with the Tusken Raiders feels like that was kind of his redemption is he thought these people were evil. And he realized that like, no, they have, they have a tribe setting. They have their positives and. I see these people in a new light kind of thing. And I feel like that was kind of his redemption of being part of a tribe, being part of humanity, being part of a civilization is all of a sudden he could fit in somewhere and then they get killed. And he's like, okay, now I've got to redeem their loss somehow. And I feel like he's basically already achieved that is like, he took out the people that killed them. He killed all those, you know, random fucking speeder people and all that stuff, the train, all that stuff. Um, I don't know where he goes from here as a character and I don't really feel like unless this last couple episodes really set up like a new arc for him I don't really understand where you want to bring this character moving forward and does it need a season 2? I don't know the season thing 1 is, is right now it doesn't even warrant a season 1 right now right. and that's what I mean it's like yeah. season 1 has achieved nothing do we really yeah. need a second season of the book of Boba Fett like to me I have to agree with that I'd rather the resources go elsewhere I'd way rather them go the you know, Obi-Wan and and all that route and I don't even like uh, Hayden Christensen as fucking you know yeah. actor in this universe like I, I think that series I hope that series is awesome I always hope that every series is awesome. I hope that every movie is awesome. But I have very, very low faith that this is going to do anything that's going to go, fuck, I was wrong. Hayden Christensen is an amazing actor. I can't see we'll it. See. We'll see. I hope, I hope I'm proven wrong. I hope that series is badass as fuck. I hope that series brings back Darth Maul and we get some crazy fucking cool lightsaber fights. That'd be dope. Technically, it depends on what it is, but technically, Obi-Wan and kills Darth Maul during that time frame. So I hope we get that in live action. He makes pretty quick work of him. Like whatever. Set it up. Yeah. That'd be great. Um yeah, I don't know where we go from here either. And to be honest with you, I mean the biggest problem now is like 
like you said, is if we get two episodes that really push things forward, that's exciting. That being said, we're going to end up getting stuck with two episodes that feel extremely rushed. Yep. And then five episodes of just like minor backstory. I mean, it's not minor backstory because again, it's focused on Boba's redemption to being back, you know, whatever, right? So I mean, but... I just really think the last two episodes are going to set up Mandalorian season three by... Mandalorian being a part of the two episodes, but also I feel that the last episode will have an end credit scene that sets up really hard Mandalorian season three. It probably nice. gives us the date of like, hey, this is coming out July 10th, whatever, whatever the fuck the date is. Um, I think that will be the teaser at the end of the season. And I don't think that we get more Boba Fett. I think by the end of the season, either they set the character up to be like, hey, he's the crime lord on Tatooine. We don't need Boba more of this character. Yeah, he's redeemed himself. He's he's that's what he's doing now, and that's the end of that storyline. Or he dies by the end of the season, and we get some kind of redemption arc of like he sacrificed himself to save Grogu, save Mandalorian, save Fennec, save whoever. Um, I don't, I I don't think this, I don't think a bad show warrants a season two. I'm sorry, like. If after 10 episodes or 7 episodes or whatever, you can't set up enough arc that warrants a second season, then I don't think you deserve a second season. Period. They probably don't think of it that way because they probably don't think it's bad. So, Well, of course, because they're billionaires and Disney can do whatever the fuck it wants and it doesn't matter and people are going to watch it. Well, the but, thing is, is there are people who are totally good with it, too, right? I know there's a lot of heat on it, but there also is a lot of people defending it, too, so. Look, I'm never going to shit on something that people love. If people love the prequels, more power to you. Enjoy them. If people love the sequels, more power to you. Enjoy Episode 8, Episode 9. They're not for me. I think they're bad movies. Um, <laughs> if you find something that you dig in them, enjoy them I, I it's the same as like religion to me is like i'm a i'm an atheist i think religion is fucking terrible and stupid but if you enjoy religion if, if some if religion brings something to your life that makes you a better person or makes you a happier person then more power to you enjoy it what's the movie um, or is it the stand-up comedy where somebody says but they say it's like religion's a lot like paul rudd <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about i can't remember what it's um, called I don't remember. I don't like, remember. I can understand why people appreciate it, but it's just not for me. Yeah. <laughs> to what I, I have uh, to say, who the fuck are you that not be into Paul Rudd? Come on. Uh, Paul Rudd's better than any religion. I'll say that right now. I will. I will um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not trying to shit on anybody right now. Like we, we appreciate everybody that watches and I want everybody to feel included and, and safe here. And I don't want anybody shitting on people, but I'm comfortable saying that, like, I think religion is dumb. And I think, you know, like I said earlier, anti-vax people and anti-science people, I think you're also dumb. And I'm sorry, I, I won't agree with your viewpoints. I won't, I won't ever, I'm not trying to be funny, but. I just need to point I, I, out this for a second. Is you just <laughs> you just said you just said I want this to be an inclusive place for all. But if you're I do, but you I do yourself. agree with you, and that's okay. Like I can, I feel like society needs to move to a point 
where you cannot agree with somebody and it doesn't it doesn't start like a fucking war. I, like it's I, okay I to have disagree. a different opinion. I don't it's disagree. okay to not agree on things and it's okay to have a civil argument about whatever. Like I, I don't want I don't think society should break down just because people disagree. Like let's have a rational discussion about our viewpoints and then come to a common ground and like that's it's my viewpoint. I'm not gonna discussion though when it does like in that circumstance when it comes to vaccines and shit like that. Vaccines and stuff, We're I don't find any part of that, that argument rational. And I'm gonna have a hard time. I'm gonna have a hard time in those kinds of situations. It's just like Right. But I also think that like if that's your personal viewpoint, I'm okay with that. I don't agree with it. I think you're dumb, but I want to have an actual argument about it. Like, I want to have that debate because I think I can win that debate nine <laughs> times out of ten. That's it. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I just, I think it's okay <laughs> to disagree on things. Same as Star Wars. Like, there's people that love episode eight. And I would love to have a debate with you because I think that's a terrible film. <laughs> um, I'm sure there's something that you could find in that movie that you go, that's a great movie. And I'll go, that's a terrible movie. And this is why. And we can have that debate. But that's not life or death. That's just a movie. And that's yeah, what I mean. It's like, yeah, totally. they're, they're on two different levels of, of importance. Yes, I would agree with that. It's the same as elections. Like I'll, I'll debate anybody on elections, but when Doug Ford gets back in in fucking June because of fucking morons in this in this province, I'm gonna be upset because I I don't see any any argument to reelect Doug Ford after how badly he's fucked up this last four years. And I have no comment because only thing I do is watch American politics because it reminds me of a comic book. That's really it. I thought you were going to say the only thing I do is watch American Idol. And I was going to be I so excited. American Idol. I love Simon Cowell, that British fuck. I don't think he's been on the show in like 10 years. Oh, perfect. There you go. I love whatever he's doing. Cooking now or something? What? What's he up to? What's he up to these days? He's doing like British Bake Off? I hope. Who knows? Um, but yeah, Book of Boba Fett. It was, um, yeah, I mean, it was Mandalorian. And to be honest with you, I think it was my favorite episode of the whole thing. I know you didn't like it, but I did. And I think that says a lot because Boba Fett was literally not even in it. And I was like, that's pretty sad when the best episode of your show is doesn't include the title character. That's pretty fucked up. I totally agree. Except um, that you didn't like it. But I, get what I thought it was a bad right. episode. I think the whole episode could have been truncated into a 15-minute scene at the beginning of an episode. But um, I, I mean, I said every I, I've ranted and raved about this whole episode. I mean, I can go on another rant if you want me to. But nah, I, uh, but I do have a few things that I didn't touch on. Go, go nuts. I like, I like that uh, when the armor was talking about the night of a thousand tears, yep. and they had that like T two style flashback of like Mandalore getting like destroyed or whatever. I thought that was really cool. And then I wrote, I just wrote, I love the Mandalorian armor. <laughs> I think she's so badass. And when she was fighting with him with the Darksaber and like bonking him on the head and stuff, I thought that was pretty fun. Um, and I also wrote that I'm having an anxiety attack just watching how tight that cockpit is when Mando was in his ship. <laughs> but it was just like, yeah. I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> Where 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 are you gonna put Grogu in that fucker? 
in the little bubble behind it. And that's for a droid. Then it can go. Bleh. That's for a droid. Uh, Stranded Customs says, were you waiting for it to be revealed that there are Sabine? No. I did have that thought initially, but I don't. I feel like Sabine's too cool a character to waste. Not that I think the armor is not cool, but I think it it wouldn't make sense because Sabine's not like she's she's not the like she doesn't she does take off her her helmet and stuff, right? So the armor is like you know strict old school Mandalore ways, right? So um, and then. Uh, what else was the last thing that I put? Um, oh, Pelly dropping hints about the Pikes causing trouble in Tatooine when they were building the ship. That was the other thing I mentioned that I caught when they were doing their little ship building montage was how she's just like dropping little things that like are going to tie into the Book of Boba Fett plot. Like, oh, since the Pikes got here and we're smuggling spice, things have been gone to shit or whatever, right? And I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. Do we want to talk about how she said she dated one of the fucking uh, Jawas? Because I, I like feel that's cool. like I like how she was like furry, and then she was like, <laughs> "Yeah, but like, um, that's like me fucking a dog." I don't well, know if that's appropriate. In fair, in fairness, she is kind of weird. So, yeah, but if I started fucking my dog, I think he would have a point of saying like, "Hey, that's uh, that's problematic and not good." Um, maybe when uh, maybe that's what Utini means. When he, <laughs> Utini, that's just yeah, that's no, code I, for stop fucking your dog, aka the. I found Jawas. that problematic and weird, and I feel like the Jawas are almost like an animal, and she's basically fucking an. I don't know. I thought I thought it was a weird inclusion, but that's I just thought me. it was weird, but it also made me giggle. So I was like, all right, I'll accept this. Sure, fair but enough. I did find it weird that they were hairy because. Uh, Apparently, Jawas originally was the name for Wookiees, and that's apparently like some kind of a, like a, you know. I always thought that they were like basically small Wookiees, like almost like fucking um, Ewoks. Like I always kind of thought that that's what they were, and then they just only could see their like glowy eyes from under their hood. But the fact that we've never actually seen like what a Jawa looks like, like take off your hood, what are you hiding back there, bud? Yeah, dog. Let's see that mane. Yeah, like take out your dick. Play by play with it by the pool. I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> Swing around the um, sand, you know. Whatever you gotta do. Yeah, you know. Get them balls dusty. Yeah, fuck sure. Why not? You, you, I got nothing. Um, I also want to because I have YouTube training tonight with Elden. Nice. <laughs> In ten minutes, I uh, yeah, we can wrap this up immediately. I'm gonna go on a small rant right now that says we need to change what the football overtime rules are. It's ridiculous. Oh my god! Last weekend, I would have won eight hundred dollars if it wasn't for the overtime rules. It was very upsetting. I hate the NFL overtime rules. Each team needs to get a possession. It's fucking bullshit. I won the first three games. Buffalo lost in overtime because of stupid of fucking coin flip. And I lost 800 bucks. Fuck the NFL. Fuck Kansas City. And fuck overtime in the NFL because it's stupid. And that's the end of my rant. And we can end let the me podcast. Tell you, let me tell you about overtime rules in football. They gotta go. You know why? Because they suck. 
So basically, the overtime rules, you can translate <laughs> this to hockey, okay? Okay. It is, you get to overtime, there's a coin flip. Whoever wins that coin flip gets gets to decide whether they want first possession or not. Okay. Everybody's going to take first possession because right. if you score you on the, the first possession, you done. win the game. And that's, right. It's gone. So if they get a touchdown on first possession, the game is over, and the second team does not get possession at all. They don't even get an opportunity to play. So after a long, heated game, what is your most tired fucking part of your team is your defense. And the defense comes out, and Kansas City scores right off the bat, and the game is over because the, the defense is exhausted. And they don't even get a, a chance to fucking rebuttal or, or score again or tie it up again and then carry on the game. So the NFL needs to change their fucking rules because you're destroying the betting community. And I bet on that game, and I fucking lost because of that fucking stupid rule. I'm never going to financially recover from this. Hey, $800 would have done a lot for me. I'm a I'm poor motherfucker it. that works in retail that fucking makes a shitty wage that's below a living fucking wage in Ontario. $800 is a lot of money, and I only bet 20 bucks on that game, and I fucking lost. So, hey, fuck you, NFL. Yeah, and I have something else to say. No, I don't. I'm done. <laughs> Fair enough. I knew Join you wouldn't have Wednesday much to add to that conversation. For working progress live. <laughs> okay, we'll end the episode here because you got shit to do. Yes, I have to um, go. Do, I have to go do YouTube training with my with my star friends. Well, <laughs> you're just as big of a star in my eyes, buddy. Oh, that's nice. I'm actually a black hole. You know what? You know what that means. <laughs> I've seen your black hole more than once. <laughs> it sucks me in every time. That's my defense. Uh, anyway, guess what? Anybody that doesn't like this male sexual talk, uh, you can follow uh, Matt at, at Customs by Matt. You, you can follow me at Moose Milk Media. You can go to our YouTube channel, uh, my YouTube channel, I guess. Uh, we, should change, we should change the name of, of the show for this. We should call it Book of Boba Balls because that way we can talk about genitalia all night long. We'll do an episode in uh, the end of fucking February or whatever when we have like six weeks in between seasons where we can just talk about balls the entire time. Actually, I want to do an episode. We can do an episode like Brody from Mallrats where we just talk about superhero junk and how superheroes and Star Wars characters and what their dicks look like. That'd be good. People would definitely... See, I can see the viewer count dropping, so I think that's a good sign. I think people love it. I actually want to do like a... um, best of 2021 episode in in february or march i know you don't listen to anything new or watch anything new really but sure. i would I'll love to do like a moral support i'll say i listened to this this is 17 years old <laughs> i would like to do an episode of anything that was new that you listened to or watched that you hadn't listened to before in 2021 that you could say like hey this is something new i checked out and it doesn't have to be from 2021 necessarily but something that entertained you or it, you enjoyed. It probably me. Like I watch the things for twenty twenty one. What's that? I said it'd probably be like Heim, and that's it. That's probably the only thing. Oh, I'm so good. I fucking love yeah. that band so much. They're yeah, so good. I agree. They're so fucking good. Um, but maybe maybe we'll talk about that more, and, and we'll do that an episode like that in, in February when yeah, after all the fest done. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I'm down with that. Okay, buddy. Um, yeah, so do that. Follow us. Go to our YouTube channel at Moose Milk Media. I search that on YouTube. You'll find us. It's in my uh, profile fucking link. Um, 
You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. Um, we smoke media podcast. I don't know. Search something. You'll find it. I don't give a fuck. Uh, who knows? Uh, our art is done by at Jenny Milnart. So follow her as well. Cause she does great, uh, artwork and stuff for us and for herself. Uh, you can go check out her stuff there. And that's it. We'll find you next week on Friday. And in Instagram February, I'll get back to I think it's going to be my last one on Wednesday on Instagram. And then I'm going to move it to Facebook or Facebook to YouTube. So go do that with Matt on Wednesday. I will get back to doing Lego stuff uh, in a couple weeks when I'm on vacation. I will do uh, the Batmobile from the new Batman movie on vacation the whole week. I'm going to build the fucking Batmobile. Um, hey, you know what we get to talk about next week? What? Um, Murderville. Oh god, that sh- that trailer was amazing. Anybody that That's hasn't so seen that trailer, awesome. new show coming to Netflix. It's all fucking ad-libbed, fucking uh, improv, improv uh, murder show. Conan O'Brien's <laughs> in it. It looks fucking hilarious. Looks super funny. Uh, recommend that. Um, I don't know. There's something else I was gonna say, but I don't remember it now. So slap it with a bantha dick. I will see you next week, buddy. And uh, thanks for uh, joining us, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. (laughs) Peace, buddy. What's up?